You're listening to Gear Disrupted. Hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to episode 16 of the podcast, Ear Disrupted. Wow, we got a Carol Baskin <laughs> stand in the audience. That was, that was a Tiger King reference. It's a new yeah, show on no Netflix, shit. if you guys haven't watched it. This episode but, is officially sponsored by Tiger King. No, it's not. But before we get into the episode, did Carol do it? <laughs> Huh? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we should mention that this podcast is sponsored by the Joe Exotic is Innocent Foundation. So we are legally required to disclose that at the beginning of every yeah, episode. Joe Exotic was just a weird kitty lover, but <laughs> I don't think he's a crazy. Or yeah. He's not like a murderer. I at us with that. I mean, at your if disrupted. he's in jail, then all the other people, including Carol, should also be in he jail. He just likes the cats, man. No, you know who should be in jail is... Freaking Doc Antle, Harvey Weinstein-ass tiger motherfucker. That's who should be in jail. Anyway, you already know what's up here, guys. Our mission is not to encourage you to kill people like your husband and other people who you hate and to have like a bunch of underage wives know. Our mission here is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and real-life stories. Yeah, and I know this episode had a weird beginning, but if you watch Tiger King, this will all make sense. Everyone's watched Tiger yeah. King. Well, maybe if people haven't, you know. We just got done watching it. But we're also people who show. don't really watch like popular things, so I feel like we're a if good we gauge that it, if we yeah. watched it, then everyone watched that it. That is true. Yeah. But it's okay. Everyone's a little feeling a little weird right now. We're feeling a little weird. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, everyone's got a lot of time in quarantine to just Netflix and chill. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the topic of our episode 16 today is a three-month check-in. That's right, baby. As you remember, we did a one-month check-in. Yeah, and now we're doing a one-quarter check-in. Quarter of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's like our like a financial things quarter. took a weird turn <laughs> things, <laughs> compared to what we have planned. Yeah, needless to say, uh, we did not do a two month check in, which was still things that that would have been beginning of March would have been two month check in. Yeah, and but even that was like, like a, things were well, we were in like a chaotic situation at that point. We had just gotten to India, but also the world was like pretty mellow. Um, but between one month one and month three shit has hit the literal fan in everyone's lives so you know it's it's disrupted the world yeah we, we had really no called idea with, this, <laughs> with the name of this podcast you're disrupted that's that's not what we meant by you're disrupted mm-hmm. but at this point it seems like everyone's year is disrupted yeah we just call it 2020 disrupted when we said 2020 would be the year of disruption we did not know that this would happen. Well, let's talk about what we meant, right? Just, yeah. just to recap before we got on this journey. True. Right? Three months ago. Yeah. What did we mean by you're disrupted? Yeah. So we wanted to disrupt our lives and challenge the beliefs we had held for our several decades on this planet. Yeah. Several decades of brainwash. Yeah. That told us you have to go to college and then you have to have a job and then... Buy a house, have mortgage, have loans, yeah. have kids. You do have to go to college. You don't have to. Just kidding. I just love college. No, don't go to college so I can get let into more colleges. Yeah. Maybe if less people 
You don't have to. I'm saying, I mean, if you have a profession yeah, no, that I'm you joking. think you, you need to, if you're a doctor or a lawyer and, and you need to go to college, yes, but there's a lot of skills that you can just learn on YouTube University yeah. these days. Hell yeah. But so, yeah, we had been told all our lives to want the wrong things, to do the wrong things, to pursue these things that while they may bring you temporary fulfillment, they do not do anything for your long-term happiness or sense of purpose in this world. Uh, so we wanted to just throw a huge wrench into that situation. What do you throw a wrench into? A gear. So a there's gear. two gears. Yeah. You throw a you wrench just throw in it them, in. it, it just jams stops. the gears. It stops. Yeah. That's what it means by throwing a wrench. Yeah, I was going to say gear, but I wasn't sure if I should say motor. Yeah, I mean, in, even in a motor, because a motor has a gear at the end. Okay. So. Okay, yeah. So we threw a wrench into that. Um, kind of took some bold moves, quit our jobs, sold our stuff, um, let people kind of chastise us and tell us we were weird. Um, but we did all of that to leave our lives behind and enter an actually very robust digital nomad community that was already alive and well. Yeah. Like we didn't come up with this idea, but we were the, you know, the first of the people that we knew in our immediate circle to do this but um it's no surprise people do this all the time there's thousands and millions of us out yeah, there there's definitely a lot more of us than i i expected yeah. <laughs> but in a way the things that we disrupted have also been disrupted for many others and i don't mean like like people losing their jobs because that's not funny and that's awful and that's a whole other thing but i'm talking about if there's one thing that this coronavirus uh has showed us it's that we might need to challenge some of our long-held beliefs whether it's about education and work exactly and freaking the way these this country is organized and by this country i mean the u.s the usa and baby. it's just what a shame yeah it has been disrupted for other people too where either people have lost their jobs so it's time to realize that you are very temporary to your company and you can be replaced anytime and same thing with working from home. If people still have job and they're working from home, there's been a c couple of articles out now that yeah. this whole thing is basically a huge experiment mm -hmm. that will figure out how working from home works. Yeah. And so chances are, if this lockdown continues to go on for a couple more months, a lot of companies may just say fuck it to their leased office space and say, let's just move to remote yeah. teams forever. If they could just spend less money on like, trying to be cool and like cater a lunch every now and then like yeah. just give me more money in my paycheck that's exactly. what i would be thinking let me work from home pay my own damn electricity bills and instead of the like weird company parties that like nobody really enjoys unless yeah. you work somewhere really dope like i know some people who work at like actually fun companies mm -hmm. um but you know what i mean like just just give me that money like one of my old companies used to just like i won't say what but you should just like take everyone and their families to disneyland yeah, and, it, and like treat them. It's like that's thousands upon thousands of dollars. Eventually, it could be like a 10% increase in your pay. Yeah. Just give me that money, bro. Let <laughs> me invest right. that shit in Beyond Meat, right? <laughs> I don't know about that. That stock is that. fucking tanked. What? But I what? invested in that because you told me yeah, to. Yeah, well, it was already at the bottom when you bought it, but it's not doing that great. Okay. So, well, tell me when I we'll should see. like withdraw the money. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, how, where are we how are we right now we're gonna get into all of that we're gonna get into our three-month check-in um you know basically like our plans what our plans were supposed to be versus what they are now um our updated thoughts on the digital nomad lifestyle maybe some recommendations to you guys who are maybe like 
holy shit, my job is not as solid as I would have thought it would be. I want to start like living a little bit differently. Right. Going to throw some things to think about your way. Um, and yeah, just cover cover where we're at. Yep. So we are, well, let's say where were we supposed to be at this point? So three months into this journey, we would have been to Medellin and mm -hmm. then had a month layover in India. And then we were supposed to go to Bali next and things basically changed yeah so we've already covered this before we were supposed to go to bali but two days before we were supposed to fly there they shut down their borders yeah so we had to scramble last minute and find another place that was close to a beach and chill place for us to focus and work and so we left new yeah. delhi and ended up in Copenhagen, thailand yeah listen to episode i think 14 yeah. i think it is 14 if you want to hear that kind of crazy situation, you know, Thailand has since closed down. Um, even, you know, hotels within the island and in the area are not accepting people anymore. Um, so we really made it in just in time. We've kind of been like slithering our way into places. Thailand, however, um, I know some people who have reached out have been like, well, is Thailand really safe or are they just misreporting the numbers? But whatever they're doing, Things it's have working, started to yeah. dip. Yeah. Their their um cases, which like death always follows cases. So if their cases are declining, their deaths will inevitably decline. Yeah, even even their deaths are like for the past three days they've been on a decline. Yeah. The daily deaths. So it seems like I don't know, things seem to be working here. I think where we are on an island, there's plenty of room to keep mm -hmm. a social distance between people yeah so that's kind of nice it's it's very quiet right now not that many people yeah and yeah you can literally hang out at a beach and not be surrounded by people yeah so that's we're really cool. we're really like social distancing ourselves just like not even on purpose there's i'm sure like many of you when you're stuck inside it's not like you really have to do much like when you're at the grocery store you don't want to stand next to someone anyway so it's not really like um a concerted effort but i will say like in the past few days i've had certain like a conversation with somebody new yeah. and it was like really shocking to me right? like i'm like, like almost Whoa. a weird feeling yeah 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 because yeah. <laughs> i haven't really talked to anyone other than like hello i would like to order some curry um <laughs> with chicken in it <laughs> in weeks so the fact that we like some random dude as we were getting a smoothie just started a conversation with us i was kind of taken aback i'm yeah. like i'd forget how to act and then also he offered you yes. his smoothie yes. it's like corona he times a sip of, bro he yeah. offered me a sip of his smoothie also this man well he came from spain which but is a really bad but he had been here for long enough yeah. but like bruh i don't know where you've been and also like i don't want to infect you yeah, what if you had the Rona? What if I have the Rona? So I was just shocked. I was like really floored and I didn't want to offend him. So I'm like, oh, no, I don't really think you want me to, you know, like take a sip of that. And he's like, yeah, like he was totally down for me to just sip, sip which yeah. is kind of a weird thing to do anyway. Like even in non-Rona yeah, times like you to just somebody you just met. Like I'd share, I share that stuff with all my friends. Yeah. Maybe not now, but, but that was strange. I'm like, I haven't had a conversation with somebody that isn't about coronavirus in what feels like decades. I know. Can't wait for this shit to be over. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but there's, you know, a lot to talk about, a lot to think about here. But uh, 
we're hoping to give you some content that might be relevant to you if you're interested in our journey, if you're interested in this lifestyle. And also today, I know this is like the longest intro in a million years. We're just in the podcast anymore. This isn't even the intro. Um, but later, we'll be talking about just like some business stuff too. So if you're interested in business and owning your own business and running your own business, we're going to get into that. Uh, how are you, Avi? Well, so... We are in Thailand. We've already <laughs> covered that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've just been focused. The thing is, after Medellin and after India, we really wanted to go somewhere where we can really focus on work. Because mm -hmm. Medellin was our first destination. It was, it was kind of vacation slash work. We just moved to a, a new location and we wanted to explore. We wanted to see what the digital nomad community was about. And, you know, we had our our fair share of fun mm -hmm. but i think by the time we got to india and having like two straight weeks of just travel hanging out with family gabby and i we both talked about look we would really like to just like go to a place where we can double down on work yeah. and just like focus we are three months into our, our journey and we want to make some progress because we're not just looking to freelance for our entire life or right. the entire year we're looking to build up businesses so we have some good income by the time we are done with our travels and we head back home. Yeah, that's such a good point. And that was certainly kind of an adjustment in Medellin, right? Because we're there and certain days that we, I think we talked about this in our one month and check, uh, check in about like making trade-offs, right? And deciding what's important. So certain weekends, you might have to forego the new culinary and social experiences to to make progress on your business and other times you have to sacrifice maybe like progress you could make with your business to allow time for fun or relaxation. Um, but with all of those decisions, you know, there's a, there's like two main ideas here. You can either make money to pay the bills uh, and fund this lifestyle, which is awesome. It is so awesome that you can do that. It is so dope, right? That you can just like work on your own schedule, make enough money to pay the bills, maybe a little more for like a splurge trip and just be chilling. And that's yeah. great. And that's so dope. And we met so many people who are doing that. But we also met people who are trying to build something more sustainable, right? And that's what we're doing in our various industries. Avi's yeah. working on his trading. I'm working on my business. We'll get a little bit more into that later. Um, but we want to be location independent when we return home. So we need to think about adjusting back to U.S. prices or a house to buy one day or yeah. like, you know, a dog or two dogs, actually more like it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those are all things to consider. And just like anything, just like any new hobby, any new skill, any new friendship, developing something takes a lot of time and mm -hmm. not only time just doing, but time thinking, time planning, time learning working on something that's sustainable when it's all you and not like a plug and play onboarding document from your boss is hard work. Yeah. So, so I think that's why Thailand seems to be a, a great place. This wasn't part of our plan, but I think we feel very fortunate that we've ended up here. Everything is pretty much locked down. So all we get to do here is either hang out at the beach or get takeaway from the restaurants. Yeah. But for the most part, None of the bars are open, even if they were. We are doing this hard 75 that we had talked about, so we are not drinking alcohol for 75 days. We are 16 days in now. Yep. Um, no, so we 17. still got yeah. So we still got about two months to go of of no drinking. So 
even if we wanted to party, we couldn't have. So all we have here is just hang out on the beach and maybe and go for hikes on the weekend. Yeah, it's really hot. So I'm like so hot right sweating. now. Are you hot right now? I'm a little hot, but I know like we turned the fan off because we were well, but recording that's like, this. That's what I want people yeah. to know. The struggle that we go through. Exactly. Because it is so hot in here. It's like a greenhouse. Yeah. And we turned the fan off so it wouldn't be loud. And I am so hot. Like, yeah. are you? I don't know if you're as hot as me. I mean, I'm hot, but I'm also. I'm like not sweating much, right now so, yeah. because I have lotion on my body and my pores are clogged. But I'm so hot. You All we take do some is of the sweat clothes here. Off. <laughs> Play like a strip podcast recording. I'm wearing I'm overalls saying, and hot. a tank top. Yeah. Well, why do you need overalls? Yeah. My overalls are kind of off now. Okay. They're down. Nice um but yeah anyway <laughs> well this is turned into a different kind of podcast Come on, this has to be a, sh- a tr- kind of a troll podcast it's a strange world we live in yeah. uh we're going crazy too but it's so nice to be able to literally not be able to do anything other than the important shit that we have yeah. to do um because when you and we've learned this and we kind of talked about it in our last episode about how to work from home when you have like a monumental undertaking, such as creating your own business or trying to save money for a car or all these things, all these giant goals that can be broken down into smaller goals and smaller goals, you sometimes, which is weird, humans do weird shit. The human brain works in weird ways. You avoid it like the plague, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, in order to build my business to work on its own, I need to do X. Yeah. What do you avoid for two months and do literally anything but that? that so it really has us staring into the mirror of our own habits and when there's literally nothing else to do you have to do what you have to and deep down want to and know you need to get done so we're not thinking of like well should we do this should we do that should we try out a new restaurant should we go to the bar should we like go you know surfing you just i mean part of this year and this journey was to remove all the noise from our life Mm -hmm. you know to not worry about the things that don't really matter. And so I think this is removing this is the, the noise 2.0 where we've taken out what restaurants we need to try. There's literally no like fancy restaurants here. We pretty much, you know, I eat fried rice or pad thai pretty much every day. That's my food. I mean, there's a couple Italian restaurants that are good, but there's not like a fancy culinary experience to have. There's no tourists yeah. like places to visit here like, there's nothing yeah, there's a, so because i would even say like less of 2.0 this is what it is i think what we were doing in medellin was a a step into this and it's great right because medellin is like a great place where you could do what we were saying before which is offset your cost of living like work when you want and have an amazing environment to have fun and to meet people and things like that but you know at that point i was still like oh i want to just buy some nikes right now or like let's yeah we don't have anything to do let's go to the mall let's go shopping let's like same similar habits you know here but like here is such a different shift in <laughs> yeah. in mindset that it's it's great. It's yeah. what we were looking for all along. Like you're not necessarily sitting inside looking at outside of everyone having fun. Not only that, but also like on social media too, you're not looking at everyone having <laughs> fun. So it's so. really nice. It shows you how much we are influenced by our environment. And when I say environment, I also mean social media because that is our environment yeah. as well. But everyone's kind of in the same boat here. So why not for us, this is our opinion, maybe not yours, but why not work on all the things that we have on our list to do 
and just get shit done and work on our bodies and our minds and our spirituality. That's right. And we like it so much here that we've decided to extend our stay in Thailand. So, I mean, <laughs> we've ex- decided to we've decided it. We or we no also choice. don't have options. But yeah, we literally our- have no you announced it like we're literally like we've decided to adopt but a puppy. I'm just saying if given the option to go to Bali right now, I yeah, still wouldn't say. like I think I'd want to stay here at least another month. Uh, you know, like Bali is also pretty busy and there's a lot of people and a lot of noise, not around these times, but under normal circumstances. So like this environment is just great to, you know, put our head down and work. And I think that's why it's kind of nice. We don't really have option to go anywhere else. So we are staying here another month and we'll see what happens after that. Maybe the borders will open up or we might be here even longer. Yeah. Yeah. But it is true because we're in a beautiful place. We are so fortunate to be here. But if we had done our initial plan of bumping to Medellin and then Bali and then maybe a place in Europe and then maybe all these new cities, there's so much to do. And while we love doing things, we're very much like adventure people. We love trying new things, meeting new people. But um, it's like, if not now, then when, when yeah. it comes to some of our business goals and savings goals and, and, and gathering some momentum with that. So it's like, I would rather put the pedal to the metal and go really, really hard on something and get it over with kind of like this hard 75 thing. Like yeah. we both have physique goals that were just like, all right, let's literally flip the switch, cut out all of the bad shit and work out twice a day. Yeah. I'm kind of that person. Like I don't really like the slow crawl to improvement. I just like to like flip it on. Yeah. So instant progress. That's what we want to see. That's what we're <laughs> up to here. Um, so what does your schedule look like here in Thailand? Yeah. So we kind of talked about this in the last episode, but, um, we have adapted to like a totally different schedule here. You know, normally even back home and in Medellin, it's like you wake up, you kind of get to work. Um, but here we don't actually start working until the afternoon. Yeah, just, it's all upside down here. Yeah, it's twisty, topsy, whatever. But we wake up. Uh, we have a lot of things to get done in the day that are not related to work. Like we have to exercise twice a day. We <laughs> yeah. have to read. Um, I make an effort to write every day um all of this shit that we do feet whether it's feeding yourself or walking or whatever we have a lot of like things to do so in the morning we try to get up like i get up a little bit earlier normally um you know have breakfast do those like peaceful morning things you want to do meditate yeah we like to have a slow start to our mornings here Mm -hmm. it seems like so we just wake up we don't straight jump to work we kind of do some meditation eat breakfast and whatever tasks some days we just go out for a walk and then our actual work hours are late at night so yeah 7 30 onwards that's uh kind of when the market mm-hmm. opens well market opens at 8 30 but i just i'm on my computer an hour before and then yeah uh, yeah we just sit on our computers until we're done with our work for the day and then off to bed Yeah, and it's kind of cool because, like, we have so much time. You know, we both plan out our weeks. We plan out our days. And I've been finding myself just, like, getting done with the shit that I wanted to get done, right? Yeah. Like, whether it's something with business development or something for a client or something, 
I am getting my shit done and it feels so good that it almost feels like unnatural. Like last night, I finished everything that I wanted to do and I had a big day yesterday. I had to do a lot of thinking on the direction of my business. I was performing a SWOT analysis on myself. I was doing a lot of the things that I really have avoided doing for a while um, and I did them. And then at night, I was like done and it was so weird and I've been feeling that way a lot. And I'm like of the mindset that we discussed last week is when you're there doing the things that you need to do, be 100% there for them. So I'm like, okay, well, could I cram my day just to fill it with more tasks or should I take time to relax or talk to a friend or read something new? And I think like that is, is a really awesome byproduct of so much time is we're focused, we've structured things the right way, we've optimized our routine. And now we get the joy of like, oh, I got this done and not have to worry about the guilt of like, mm, I'm not going to get this done today. I'll push it off till tomorrow. Right. Yeah. That's been a really cool feeling for me. Yeah. So that's been awesome. So I guess back to this three month check in, what you like most about this lifestyle? Yeah. So um, I just like, I like being able to make tangible progress on on things and like I feel like I'm really improving as a person whether it's like in my business it's it's actually like everything as a person whether it's my own routine my own discipline my own mindfulness my own work ethic I'm improving in all of that and I can feel the improvement um, because I have less distractions I have less things to blame it on I don't blame like stagnation in a career on my boss. Yeah. It's all up to me. And that agency is giving me like tons of room for improvement. And that's what I like most because, you know, I see in a normal path and a normal thing, all these things that we want to work on, get better at, be less anxious, be more mindful, be a harder worker. They get put on the back burner. Right. And so I could see if I had stayed where I was back in the U S I could be like 35 or 40 or 45 and still be like, mm, I really should be this or do that. But I'm like literally making progress on all of that now. And it's amazing. Yeah, about that you? is. Yeah, I think for me, same. I like the fact that there's less noise and less external factors that kind of fuck with my mind. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to know that I'm responsible for whatever outcome comes in here. Mm -hmm. And just like not having all the distractions or a shit day at work. It's just kind of nice um, to be able to know that when I'm working, I'm working because I want to, not because someone else is forcing me to or because I have to show up at a job totally. for a salary. It's because I know I have goals that I want to work towards and that's the kind of mindset. So it's it's never been the case here where I have to procrastinate about getting things done i just have stuff i know this is the time i allocated for it and i get it done so i think yeah just being my own kind of boss and in charge of my own schedule and not having outside influences to to play that big of a role it's been nice yeah i think just to piggyback on that i love that um i do pretty much anything i want to do and that's not to say that I just like wake up and I'm like, what am I going to do today? Whatever I want. I'm saying that there is a absence of things I don't want to do in my life. And think about 
your life and I am thinking about my life even in in other places in, in in back in home a little bit in Medellin but really back at home how many things I did on a regular basis that I didn't want to do whether it was like mm, I don't really want to go get shit faced this weekend and spend a hundred dollars at a bar but <laughs> everyone else is doing it so I'm gonna do it too or like I don't want to have to like kiss my boss's ass, but I'm going to do it anyway. Or like not my boss. I liked my boss, by the way, in case she ever listens to this. But, um, you know, I don't want to have a conversation with this person or do this or I don't want to even have to worry about the meeting tomorrow. All these things I did that I never if I looked at it objectively, I wouldn't have wanted to do. But I just went along with it either because that was the norm. That was my job. That was my social responsibility. That was like. America, but <laughs> yeah. I, I like, I don't know if you can relate, but there are very few things that I do on a regular basis here that I don't want to do. I mean, sometimes I don't want to go for a run, but like in the end, I want to complete hard 75. So yeah. I have to go for a run. Exactly. Yeah. That's really dope. And I love that because it's just to live a life with like agency and, and, and self created purpose is i think like what more people need and i hope more people get and i hope if anything we can inspire more people to at least seek that or try to incorporate it yeah so maybe think about the things that you do maybe pre-core maybe not during core quarantine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i thought you were saying core i'm like core the yeah. core we're in the middle of the core no it's the quarantine that's, it's the that's core not- how about you're hanging in the core in the middle of the team no because that sounds weirdly it, sexual and inappropriate oh yeah that's true yeah yeah anyways uh but okay what? we talked about what we like about this lifestyle i'm, sorry, I'm so hot it's making me crazy like yeah i, I just lost yeah. a pound from uh, like how much i sweat yeah anyways what is it that you don't like about this lifestyle oh <sighs> i don't like how much i sweat no i'm just kidding um i miss people mm-hmm um, I miss my family. I miss my friends. Uh, I, you know, I like Medellin was a wonderfully social experience. So it's not necessarily indicative to this lifestyle. I think it's just like being in the core. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, what do I not like about this lifestyle? I pretty much like everything about this lifestyle. I think, okay. Uh, mm, it's really hard for me to come up with something I don't like about this lifestyle other than just, you know, maybe like um, sometimes you meet really awesome people and then they go away. Like Lindsay went back to Australia. She was my friend in Medellin, our friend, but um, she gone. <laughs> it's not like, like she's I'm gone, <laughs> like she's dead. <laughs> no, Lindsay's... She's dead to me, bitch. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hi, Lindsay. We're going to have her on that uh, podcast one episode. So text yeah. me back. Uh, but yeah, I'd say sometimes like things are because this lifestyle is more transient. Sometimes you wish like, oh, I want to you think about things that you might do once you have like a more stable thing like, oh, I want to host like writers groups or wine nights or things like that. Mm, should I start that here? Because I'm not here for very long. Yeah. That's probably the thing, the one thing I don't like. What about you? I think that's that's what I would say is that the idea that everything you're doing is temporary, mm-hmm. that the place you're staying at temporary and, you know, the routine you have is going to change as soon as you move to your next destination. It's exciting, but at the same time, it is kind of 
that you are not able to think of anything long term as mm -hmm. far as like your schedule or making new friends. Yeah. Um, it's it's all like, oh, I'm here for another month. Um, you can meet some people, but it's always kind of in the middle. I know why you're saying that. Why? Because every day you walk past that motorcycle. That's yeah, exactly. Sale. I mean, I would love to just own a motorcycle. <laughs> I've considered there's a motorcycle here that's parked and it's like, what, a thousand dollars. It's mm -hmm. not too bad, but it's obviously not a good investment if I'm only here for 30 days. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like if I was here for four or five months, I'd be like, let me buy that motorcycle and then just yes. have a, a ride. But in order to just like turn this into a positive note, I will say that being temporary makes you realize like the things that you really want in your life. Yeah. And when, because we will be nomads for a bit, but not forever because we want dogs. Um, <laughs> but when I am back wherever that is or putting down roots, whenever that may be, yeah. I know those things that I want to have around and the people and the routines and the habits that I want to create for myself. And again, it all goes back to agency and purpose that I'm not like hanging out with people I don't like because I don't have anything else to do. It's like, no, I'm going to create that writer's group that I want to host or that like wine and philosophy right. night, which yeah. is a great idea. We should totally hold wine and philosophy nights. When we get back. <laughs> we Who wants totally. to join? We should do it remotely when wine we're done with our We should do it. Let's yeah. create a we'll, we'll, wine and We'll pick a philosophical topic yeah, and, and then, then just like everyone has to bring a bottle of wine and talk about it we should just do that on on hangout or yeah. zoom or whatever your choice of when we're online. done with the hard 75 when we're done well because we can pretend we can have one of those i'm sorry wine and philosophy go hand in hand okay for you, me. i guess you need the buzz i can't just pretend you need anyway anyway like, why but, do you think socrates and all those people just drink wine all day it makes I guess, you think just, yeah. but anyway it's uh, like, yeah it is it's transient but it makes you think of like whether they're monetary investments or social investments, the things that bring you, you take note of the things that bring you fulfillment. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a good point because in, you know, back home, it's like if you have a bad day or something else comes up, you find excuses for why you couldn't get the thing right. done that you wanted to. But once you realize about this lifestyle, that everything is temporary and then where you stay and, and what your routine looks like would change but at the end of the day, you still have this one goal that you need to work towards mm -hmm. and you learn how to find a way to get that done. Yeah. And so that kind of becomes a great mindset that no matter what external conditions change, mm -hmm. I can get my work done, yeah. whether it's at the airport, in a new city, at a restaurant, at a cafe. You, you make it find, work. Yeah. And so that's the great part about having this kind of on the move yeah. lifestyle. I feel like we're so much more in love with the lifestyle now than like at yeah. our one month check. And like, we're really standing hard for yeah. this, but it's true. Like I will not return. If I return somewhere and put roots down, I won't live the way that I once did. Yeah. I like feel like I just will live with so much more mindfulness and purpose. Yeah. So back to the questions we asked at our one month check in, what skills do you need to be able to, live this lifestyle well we we discussed and like even some of our guests discuss adaptability and i think <laughs> and i think that that is definitely the key here yeah i mean if you realize your flight that you're supposed to get on two days out and now you mm -hmm. cannot get on that flight or get into to that country yeah and uh, you have to change plans yeah so definitely ad adaptable you have to be, you have to be yeah uh, just be able to make 
changes and decisions on the move. So that's definitely one. What else? I think mindful. Really, I do think in order to live this life successfully in what in whatever you use, whatever metric you use to define success, you have to be mindful because that's the thing that I think we've realized the most is you can change your location. You can even change it every month, every two months or every few years. You can change your friend group. Mm. You can change your routine. But your mind, if you don't find a way to reel it on in and like take stock of your situation and your goals and your sense of self and your ego, like your mind will just basically like inject itself with a bunch of steroids and just do its own fucking thing. So mindfulness is key. I'm sorry. I'm hot. I'm hot right now. What would All you right. what would you say? Yeah, I mean, jeez, me. Mindfulness is key. Yeah, my I guess. I mean, it's it's a key, but I don't I don't personally think it's a necessity to, to do it well. To do it well, yeah. I mean, I've met a lot of even anxious digital nomads too, where it's like not necessarily the life lifestyle that cures your anxiety or your like. Yeah, but I mean, they still like the digital nomad lifestyle. Yeah. So, okay, uh, well, we have a disagreement on the podcast, y'all. You need to break the tie. Yeah, you can. You guys can vote, comment. What about say, you? You give us one then. Just being able to, and I think that I've mentioned this before, be able to keep yourself motivated and uh, keep yourself focused is important because you yeah. are responsible for your own schedule and in charge of how you want to plan your day. It's You really have to be a person who is in a way organized about the time they're going to allocate to their work yeah. and, and just focus on the things they need to get done because it, it is pretty easy. I mean... Right now we're in the car, so we can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's easy for us to focus right now, but in other circumstances, it is also pretty easy to give into the distractions oh, yeah. and be like, let me go, you know, party and meet these new people and try all mm -hmm. the new restaurants. I mean, where we are right now, Copenhagen, we were talking to someone else who's been here for three months and he was like, yeah, this place is just like parties every night. Mm -hmm when there's no car going on so but also i've been to thailand before and like made a mindful note not to party like there's a lot of parties yeah. in thailand but there's also people doing non-party shit if you don't want to party um but i agree with what you're saying and i think in certain ways that goes back to mindfulness yeah. because you have to be able to like take stock and readjust your course right mm -hmm. like it is not everybody gets off course everybody gets distracted everybody gives in to like guilt or to compulsion or whatever yeah but as long as you can course correct before you just spiral uh -huh. then that is what matters like to be like hmm the th it's kind of like what we talked about with budget like hmm my behavior lately is not in accordance to my goals or my budget or yeah. my like my vision for myself let me figure out why let me do some like internal research and let me readjust and i think that was like key for us when we were in india because india was really stressful and we were like why are we why do we hate everything right now um but we're like hmm, this is not necessarily optimized for us to like do work in okay well we could either change our mindset and be like mm, we're just not going to get a lot of work done or we'll try and improve you know it's just yeah you know, you have to, we've had to readjust, rediscuss our priorities, our schedule. We've had those conversations many, many times. Yeah. And that's a good point. It's a, it's a good idea to have a frequent check-in mm -hmm. with yourself on where you are, where you went, wanted to be just so you can course correct yeah. when you see yourself, what is it? Deviating or yeah, that's a deviating great from your math. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So I think those are the, the skills needed. 
And then last question, at three months, who do you think this lifestyle isn't for? Um, I think the same people I would have said the one month. Yeah, I mean, if you freak out about changes in your plans and not knowing where to go next, I think that would be a, a this would be a difficult lifestyle for you. I think anybody uh, who's like inflexible, right? Like, yeah. they if like minor hiccups in their day or minor things like like maybe control freaks or or things that don't go according to plan have the ability to like self-loathe or spiral or like hit people, you know, probably not for you. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess we'll close out on the fact that we have a lot of time on our hands, people. So, you know, if you are curious about like if you have an idea, if you want to get started on like a vision for yourself, check out our previous podcast about work from home tips. Those are our tips, things we've learned that has helped us. Um, All right. Well, any parting notes on your three month check in? Uh, no, I just I'm sold on it. I'm really liking it here and I'm really excited to see how the next month goes because I feel like I'm going to make a lot of progress in all the things that I want to uh, make progress in. Awesome. Yeah, so I think that's our episode for today. You guys, please feel free to reach out to us. Let us know if you have any questions, any comments about the things we talked about and whether or not Carol did it. <laughs> uh, other than that, please leave us a review. Please subscribe to the podcast. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, and our website, eardisrupted.com. Yes, and sir. until next time, bye, you guys. Bye.